0: Check out our work at OneCircleDigital.com and OneCircleBrand.com. If you work for a network, studio, brand, startup, or corporation and are looking for a partner to create media that will build, engage, and entertain, reach out to me at John at OneCircleMedia.com. I'd love to hear from you. This episode is also brought to you by an app that I created called Still Believe. Still Believe transforms a picture in your home into video proof of your child's favorite magical characters. With the app, parents can catch the magic of the Tooth Fairy, leaving money under their children's pillow, or Santa delivering presents on Christmas Eve in their home. You download the app, take a picture, and we create the magic. We utilize feature film visual effects artists to transform your picture into video. Just tell your kids that you have a special app that can detect and capture the Tooth Fairy then present them with the video proof in the morning. The look on their faces is priceless. Your Still Believe video is created in minutes, and you can then save it to your phone and share it on social media. The app is available for the iPhone and Android, and it's free to download. Our aim is to bring joy and wonder into the hearts of children around the world. Check it out at stillbelieve.co. Thanks, everyone, and I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Working Experience.
1: The working experience. <laughs> 93 North is almost at a standstill. It's a rough one out there this morning. Snow and sleep. There is no service on. Stand the- clear of the closing doors, please. Uh, yeah, folks, we're gonna be a few minutes. We have train traffic ahead of us. We should be moving shortly. John, we need that report ASAP. Where
0: are we on that presentation? Damn, HR wants to see. Did us. you return that email yet? We have a team meeting at ten. Need to stay late. Bob.
1: Teamwork makes the dream work. They're <laughs> moving in a different. And after the meeting, we'll have a breakout session. Who ate my kids? Where are my hot pockets? This microwave is disgusting. Oh, oh what's that? He was wow. shoving his at <laughs> I can't take it anymore. I can't take it anymore. I can't Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Working Experience Podcast. This is Maddie K.
0: And John, on the last day of 2019, yeah, this, shed a tear.
1: This is not just another podcast. This is closing out a year. Uh,
0: a stellar year, man. What are we at, about stellar.
1: 220-something podcasts now? No. Good Lord, we're at like 270. 270. Oh, my God. Wow. Wait, wait. Just yeah, I think... I just I Taking think off like... into the stratosphere.
0: <laughs> we're, we're closing in on 300, my man.
1: Wow, we're going to have to have a working experience party on the 300th episode.
0: Let's see. Uh, we are... Oh, no, excuse me. This is 282. Oh,
1: my God. Wow. Time flies, doesn't it? When you're having fun. Doesn't it? Yeah. Having fun and making bank is what it's all about. <laughs> making freaking bank on this. That's not why we do it, everyone, though. It's not well, about the money. I mean...
0: We're we're definitely heading on the upward trajectory in terms of um, listeners and downloads. However, in the money department, <laughs>
1: <laughs> how many downloads are we up to? We what what are we? Uh, do you know what we got there in terms of? Should, should
0: we should we um, make it public?
1: Yeah, why not? I hear other we're, podcasts we're, doing it.
0: We're over six figures in in total. Uh, Downloads
1: and lessons. Oh, total. Yeah. All right. <laughs> That's over 280 episodes. Yeah. 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 Well, you know. Do we have an average? Do we know how much our average? What are we getting like per week or per month?
0: It it, it varies on the uh, on the quality on how good of the episode <laughs> is. But we average um, in the in the like below a thousand. Per episode, and a good episode will get anywhere between like two and five thousand.
1: Yeah, well, you know, and and let let me be frank. Uh, the quality of our episodes does vary. I will say, <laughs> indeed, <laughs> but indeed. It, it keeps everybody on their toes. Uh, so my. Um... I guess, you know, cruising into the new year, and uh, I, we, we also have opened a medium site with uh, short little pieces, anywhere between five and 800 words, so it really shouldn't take up uh, a, too much of a chunk of your day to give them a read, and let me tell you something, the bang for your buck out of that five to 800 words, the amount of wisdom we've managed to pack into those five to 800 words is a, is a lot.
0: Dripping, dripping with wisdom. I don't think we have any articles that are five words, though. Where did you come? Where did you come oh, up with that range? I said five. Oh, five hundred. I yeah. think you said five. Five.
1: <laughs> I could probably get it down to five. The working experience haiku, right? Just yeah. pack it right in. Eunice. You, yeah. That's one word right there. That's one word. I don't. Yeah, is that one? Yeah, I guess it's one word. Uh, but you know, I one of them is the um, the trap of expectations. Because you know, we do this. I find this podcast enriching to do. Uh, sometimes it's a royal pain in the ass, but you know, usually it's it's enriching. Um, but like you know, if we went into this with the expectation that by you know January first of two thousand twenty, we're going to have so many downloads. I mean, oh, there, this would have
0: this would have been done. Yeah, we would have been out.
1: But you know, the thing is, like, people do go into to things like that. With these kind of unrealistic expectations or it's like, where did you come up with that number or I'm going to have my first million by such and such an age or you know, we we use that word all the time like in education, expectations expectations and my uh, thought on that is you can expect anything you want anything you want you can expect to make your first million by the time you're 30 or 40 Uh, but there are many other factors that will come into play to defy your expectations. So like New Year's resolutions. Tonight is the biggest night, right? Tomorrow, maybe not tomorrow, but January second, everybody'll be at the gym, right?
0: Oh, you betcha. You <laughs> betcha. Everybody's gonna be pumping iron. Yep. Running. On the on the treadmills, on the ellipticals, and then come January fourth. <laughs> and that's and that's probably being generous. <laughs> Ghost Town.
1: Well, people have these expectations. Like they say they're gonna lose twenty pounds, you know, by I don't know, the end of February. And it's like, okay, that may happen or it may not. You may injure your knee or something could happen or whatever, you know. I mean it's and then when they Well I don't think reach also it... too
0: people people are in, you know it's it's forming a habit. You know, it's like, it's much easier to stay the course. You know, if you've been riding the couch for 20 years, it's a lot harder to jump off and and jump on a treadmill for 30 minutes. You got to build that habit.
1: Yeah. And I think probably, uh, and statistics show this people like they go in with these absolutely unrealistic expectations. Like they're going to go to the gym four times a week for an hour and, you know, that doesn't sound like much, but when you've worked all day and you're tired and the, the weather's crappy and, you know, whatever, uh, people start to fall off. And it's like... They yeah, just... and, it's, and
0: it's also, sorry to cut you off, but it's also a, it's a mindset. You know, you I mean, as much as we joke about it here on The Working Experience, you do have to have a, a positive mindset to... You know if, if you're gonna decide to go to the gym or you're gonna decide to start a business whatever it is <clears throat> you don't first of all you don't want to start that with with negative emotion you don't want to like basically admit defeat before you even start and you don't want to launch that thought on a sea of expectations like you were saying like okay I'm gonna start a business and by June 1st I'm gonna be rolling in millions
1: right I mean, uh, because if that doesn't happen, then what? I mean, you know... Oh, then you just give up on life. (laughs) Right. I mean, that's the thing. Like, if you don't lose 20 pounds by, you know, March 1st, let's say you lost 10 pounds. Or or if you don't, like, see yourself losing weight... I mean, you know, we live in a very instant gratification culture. Like, I want to see results now. It's like... Weight loss, just to take weight loss, it doesn't work like that. I think weight comes off like a quarter of a pound at a time. It's a very, you know, it's a slow process. You can lose a lot of weight in the beginning depending on how overweight you are. But, you know, again, like people starve themselves and they're going to fast 16 hours a day. And it's like, okay, are you really going to do that? Are you really going to keep that up?
0: Well, I think that that is the... I think that's the number one resolution, right? Like you see like people losing weight or getting in shape. You yes. see all like the commercials, everyone's talking about it. Um, and there are there are ways for you to drastically lose weight. Like you could do it. Like you could I heard um, I think it was on the Joe Rogan Experience. It was Kevin Smith was talking about the potato diet. Did you hear that episode?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He had you a could heart eat- attack. Uh, yeah
0: you can fun. eat as as many potatoes as you want, but you can only eat potatoes right and you'll you'll shred weight you'll just drop weight but go that that sounds easy enough but can you imagine that? And, and there's nothing on it like you can't put anything on it. you just have to have a potato. you can have it bake, you can have it mashed, you can have it whatever way you want but just a potato.
1: Well, number one, he, had a, he was very overweight, and he had a heart attack, and he had to lose a lot of weight quickly, and that, that was a way to do it. That is not a sustainable diet. I mean, you can't
0: keep no, it. No, no, no. You, you, Your teeth you, will fall the, out. <laughs> yeah, the, the diet is just to quickly lose weight. Yeah. There, it's, I'm, it's, what I'm, my point is, is you, there are ways to do it. It's yes. just that one's extremely difficult
1: right and and that i mean hey if somebody is 50 pounds overweight and they're like god damn it like i think you can kind of pick anything and and part of the point was uh that you don't even want to eat it after a while like you don't want any more potatoes right Right. you're just
0: eating like a a subsistence level of food right just to
1: yeah right and you know you could pick tomatoes i mean within reason i don't think you could pick like pizza or something like that but Um, He was at a critical point. So if somebody's like 50 pounds overweight and they're like, Jesus, I want to lose like 20 pounds just to like, so I can at least run or, you know. Because the problem is when people start putting on more weight, it becomes harder to exercise. Like you can't, your knees can't take it. That's probably the number one thing.
0: Well, I think the statistics on diets is gruesome. Like people will gain back. Once they go on a diet, 80% of the people will gain back the same amount of weight that they lost and more. And probably. then yeah, well, well then there's like another 10 or 15% that will gain more because what happens is you know people like like you said they'll go in like hard, you know, they'll instead of just going in easy, so they'll starve themselves and then their their body assumes that oh, the you know, there's a plague, or we're starving ourselves, and then when the diet's over, it you automatically eat back
1: <laughs> yeah. all
0: those calories that you lost. It, it, I mean, it's evolution. You know, it's it's in our genetics.
1: That's why I say, harden the paint, baby. Go in. Harden the paint. Either you're gonna go to the gym two hours every single day, or forget the whole thing. Just forget it. Well, That's well,
0: many funny. many k. As soon as Midnight rolls around January 1st, 2020. He stops eating.
1: <laughs> That's right.
0: <laughs> Only water with a little bit of lemon yep. and gym six hours a day.
1: Yeah. That that lasts for about two, three days <laughs> and uh, <laughs> two at the outset. And then, well, and see, if, he's, if
0: he's lucky, he's in the
1: ER <laughs> right. with a drip, ter- ter- an IV drip. Pulled shoulders and yeah. <laughs> I, uh, Ice
0: packs all over your body. Yeah,
1: and then I'm just done. I just, you know. Uh, well, my New Year's resolution is weight related, but mine is to gain 20 pounds, which <laughs> I think is pretty. Uh, listen, I, you know, you know me. I go hard in the paint. I'm, I'm, I'm setting expectations for myself. It's not easy to gain 20 pounds. You got to eat. You got to concentrate.
0: You got to order that extra pizza. Darn right. Yeah, that extra Big Mac.
1: Sometimes you're uncomfortably full and you got to get back in and you got to push through that until, you got to push through that pain. Oh, eat until the point that you're going to vomit and then you just got to lay back. and you got to know that. That comes with experience. <laughs> you got to ebb and flow it. You got and also you got to Yeah, because when sedentary. you think
0: about it, if you eat and then vomit, you've lost all those gains.
1: Yeah, see, that's why uh, the Thanksgiving buffet was a real win for me because uh, I went with my family up to the Mount Washington Hotel and they have this wonderful all-you-can-eat buffet. And driving home, I thought I was going to vomit. Like, I thought, I'm I'm not (laughs) kidding either. I'm not just saying this for this podcast. I thought I was going to throw up. Like, I couldn't talk because I was concentrating on breathing. I was like, oh, my God, like, why did I do this to myself? But I didn't. And what I realized is that was such a resounding victory because I took it right to the edge. Because if I threw up, it was a waste. The whole thing was a waste, right? So, absolutely,
0: absolutely.
1: That's me taking it to the edge, knowing it. You're right, Push, in the red pushing
0: zone. the human boundaries. It's, <laughs> Matt, what is that movement? Human optimization. Is that what it is?
1: <laughs> I've never heard of that. Is that oh, it okay. is? Yeah, that's me <laughs> exactly. Pushing it to the hills and well, the the thing is, they'll have uh two um two back to back uh commercials for velaton no, peloton that bike, yes, and then um, some for some. I have yeah. I have
0: friends who have a peloton,
1: yeah. See, I I don't it looks like something I would resoundly mock, but I, I could see the value of it. But my point is, you'll see a Peloton ad, you'll see an ad for a gym, then you'll see an ad for Golden Corral, which as of we've course. said, is like a five ninety nine dollars all all-you-can-eat buffet, and then you spend an extra 2 or $3 for a box that you cram more food into, that you can, I, and I would say probably, I'm going to say 60% of the time, that food doesn't even make it home, it's consumed in the car. Of course,
0: the, right? yeah, long car ride home.
1: Yeah, or even a 15-minute car ride on that you're digging right into the box. But we live in a very, like, how many food shows are on television? Like, we live...
0: Oh, food is a sport.
1: It's 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 a disgrace in this country, and it honestly is one of those signs of the fall of Babylon, you know, like food porn, like, and, you know, not to get maudlin about it, but there are many many cultures they just eat to keep going they don't have well, all, like- all
0: of our all of our problems are for with excess has to do with excess yeah it's like you eat too much you drink too much you smoke too much it's like yes all of all of these vices but with food it's it's tricky because you need to eat like there are you know there's there's food disorders there's um uh, what are the ones where, when you throw, when someone throws up, what is that called? Bulimia. Bulimia. And what's the other one? Anorexic. Anorexic. Yeah. Um, so they have to, um, who's ever uh, afflicted with this has to kind of relearn how to, you know, their relationship with food and eating.
1: Well, and that's also a lot of societal uh, pressures to look a certain way, to be thin and all that. Whereas like... Other countries where people are barely getting enough to eat. I mean, this honestly must just disgust them. It must absolutely disgust them. That's like, you have so much food, you make yourself throw up. And just endless, and and then gyms to get rid of the fat from all that food. I mean, (laughs) it must just seem ridiculous. (laughs) Like, what, what have we, like, what are we working towards here, you know? So, yeah, food is probably a big, um, probably the biggest food weight getting in shape that's probably the biggest so uh new year's resolution or or something based around that but you know some are one guy uh they were on the news the local news last night talking to people about new year's resolution and you know a lot of people said getting into better shape and one guy said you know i'm just going to try to be nicer to people like a little more patient he's like that doesn't cost me anything And he's like, you know... That's a good New
0: Year's resolution. Yeah.
1: And he said it's hard because he's like, sometimes I'm not that way and I have to get into a better habit of that. One person said, do volunteer work. I was like, yeah, there you go. Like, (laughs) how about use some of that gym time to maybe, you know, go to the one night a week, the homeless shelter, something like that. So, you know, some, they don't cost you anything and you can sustain them and uh, they better other people. Like... I think the idea was to have a New Year's resolution that, that benefited other people in some greater or smaller way. I mean, one guy I read about, he, he was a pretty successful uh, land investor, property investor. And he had come from kind of a poor background. I think this was somewhere in Pennsylvania. So he drove back to his hometown with a, a rig packed, or had it driven, with like $12,000 worth of Christmas gifts that he went around to these... Housing oh, wow. projects, yeah, bikes. He bought like a hundred bikes and all kinds of stuff, and it was just like, wow, that's you know, that's really, <laughs> that's really something nice that someone did. That's very productive, and uh, you know. Um,
0: well, listen, you know, on the working experience here, we hope that 2020, you get after it. It's it's even a bigger hustle than 2019.
1: Uh, well, yeah, of course. We were reading this article that you sent me that talked about not working nights and weekends. It was kind of a. Yeah, boo hoo. <laughs> kind of a. Kind of a um, almost against the grain. Uh, well, your working experience, my working experiences, maybe work two, three days a week. I mean, come on. There was a great uh, term that I read called slack pner. It was somebody. <laughs> <laughs> who is claiming he only worked like ten or twenty hours a week, and he did i forget I have to read a little more into it, but I like that one. It's like slackchapreneur it's kind of an awkward phrase it doesn't work that well, but the well ethos that's like
0: behind. the um it's like the Tim Ferris four hour work week
1: yeah, yeah,
0: mentality
1: yeah, he writes right he does writing for a medium, and I guess he's been successful in something else I don't know oh
0: yeah, that. No, he's he's pretty successful. Uh, but he, I mean, he works more than four hours, but his point was you can, you can create a, uh, like a side hustle and, uh, you know, spend a couple hours on that a week. And eventually that could be your main source of
1: income. Eventually it could be. Yes. Um, so this article here, and I'll pull it up. It uh, was you know, the, the idea is that you're supposed to be working nights and weekends either at your career or at your side hustle um, and, you know, basically working all the time, which blends into the idea of workism, that you're always supposed to be working, uh, that hustling. Know, hustling constantly. Now, the, the uh, tagline for this article is, let's see, Young and Ambitious. Don't devote nights and weekends to your employer. Do this instead. So I am neither young nor ambitious. Uh,
0: (laughs) And and truly never were.
1: Have never devoted nights or weekends to anything other than self-indulgence. But, you know, it's funny how, like, you know, Elon Musk famously said, no one ever changed the world on 40 hours a week. First of all, there's no way that he knows that. Um, Well, that's not true. And that's not true.
0: I mean, famously, I think it was, was it Ben Franklin that had his schedule? You can can Google it, but basically he would get up at a a reasonable hour, like 9 or 10 o'clock. He would have breakfast. He would read, um, either think or meditate. And then he would work for two hours. And then he would take like a two to three hour lunch and a stroll in the park and then he'd work another two or three hours and then have dinner and then read at night
1: yeah and you get a lot done i'm sure you get well you're not you got a lot
0: done ben frank good old benny
1: when you're not constantly checking your phone and looking at your email and like that seems to be what constitutes work and busyness like you're always looking at social media you're like how much work? Oh, I'm
0: an I'm, a, I'm an attention whore. I'm a like whore. Well, if I, don't, if I don't get a certain amount of
1: likes, you curl up on the couch in a ball and you're you're <laughs> you're function. You can't even function. You're done. Yeah, I know it's the narcissism. Um, and then this other guy, Ryan Selkis. You ever heard of him? No. He's a cryptocurrency entrepreneur. Boy, that sounds like a freaking benefit to society. Uh, for your, If you don't work nights and weekends in your 20s, you're not going to have a successful career. Like, I love these people who just think that because they've made a lot of money, they now can tell everyone else how to live their life. <laughs> right. I mean, and and like, the
0: the assumption is, is that by taking that said advice, you're going to be happy and rich just like them. When, in fact, they could be miserable. Their life could be miserable, but they could be wealthy.
1: Well... The thing is it's like, or
0: they could be wealthy and happy.
1: Well, that's what I wrote down. Like how about a successful life? Like if you spend your 20s working nights and weekends, like how about going hiking or taking a trip to China or getting loaded with your friends on Saturday night and blowing off some steam? Like what what about all that, you know? I mean Yeah, but that's what? not
0: that's not, you know. It's not print-worthy, Matt. I guess like, not. that's that's boring. I, you know what it is, is like when it comes down to it is you define what is successful for you, for your life. Like what does happiness mean for you? And that's too big of a question for most people to even comprehend. Nobody wants to hear that.
1: You know, I just read about you know the company Away? They do that uh, that luggage. Yes, yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, I was just reading about this someplace else, and their CEO, um, who apparently is one of the worst people ever, he will, like, scream at people in front of everyone, call somebody brain dead. And this is making luggage. This is not curing cancer. You know what I mean? Which kind of goes with... I, I talked to Aaron Griffin... Some time ago. She was one of our first guests, actually. And and she made the point about workism. Like, what exactly are you doing? Creating the new DoorDash to go get food. You know, or something like that. Anyway, um, he would send these... He sends, like, round-the-clock emails. One of which told them to... uh, They were not going to get paid time off. Um, They were asked to cancel holiday travel plans and <laughs> urge to take photographs of themselves in bed with their laptops oh. in order to keep pants uh keep pants keep pace with customer demand and shipping snafus uh, yeah this guy apparently is a nightmare like he, he just is an absolute nightmare um now well, i, I ran and sorry go ahead well i was just going to finish up with the the one of the founders of Basecamp, Jason Freed. I don't know if you know if you know who that is. Well, from. we
0: we uh, I interviewed uh, his partner. Uh, right, that's um, right. Um, I think Hans was it Hanson. I can't yeah. remember the guys.
1: Da- David. He
0: was Hanson. on the podcast. Yeah, David yeah. Hanson. Yep.
1: And he says, if your company requires you to work nights and weekends, your company is broken. There is a managerial <laughs> problem, not your problem. And I would say like, yeah, like if you you know, I've heard people complain about like their European counterparts, they can't get anybody at the office after five and whatnot. And I, I think our European counterparts must be looking at us like, what is your problem? Like, why can't you get your work done in a reasonable amount of time? So
0: Yeah, it's the well, it's the always connected life. I mean, I I read an article about a guy who works at the U.S. Forestry and you know he insanely happy and all he does is he'll you know he goes to work he's got to clear a section or he's got to you know look at the trees whatever he does and every day he's he goes in he's got a task he does it you know he works like five or six hours a day and then he he goes home he goes home to his like small little cabin And this guy's happy as a pig and shit.
1: Yeah. And, you know, some people... And
0: and he's making, like, sorry, he's making, like, you know, I don't know what the salary is. It didn't state in the article. But he's probably making, like, 30 grand a year.
1: Yeah, I'm sure he's not raking it in. But, you know, this goes back to what I was going to say about resolutions, exercise, like, whatever your work is. You have to enjoy it. Like, if, and expectations. It's like... You know, doing a podcast, making a short film, writing a novel. Like, you cannot write a novel with the expectation that it's going to get published. I mean, that—that that is a lot of hard work. It's a lot of publishing shorter stuff on people's websites for no money, things like that. And there is no reasonable expectation that you're going to get published. So you better enjoy what you're doing. Because... You know, as I've talked about, my short film got shut out at 20-some-odd festivals. But we're going to make another one this summer because I like it. I, I am genuinely enjoy doing it. And I, I can't... You can't go into anything... Like this podcast. Like if we said, we're, we're going to have 100,000 downloads for every episode. And, you know, we're going to be like Joe Rogan. Well, I mean, you know, that may happen. It may not. But I enjoy the intellectual repartee and and all of that oh so,
0: that's going a little bit on the deep end. that, that intellectual. one
1: yeah i know i'm not even sure repartee is a word <laughs> but, you know. i think
0: we're we're barely comprehensible yeah is that a word yeah I, no. I don't know no, i don't no. think so
1: i i would say i would <laughs> i'd say i'd look it up but i'm not going to do that so <laughs> incomprehensible
0: that's what we are we're incomprehensible,
1: incomprehensible. <laughs> but yeah i mean you better enjoy what you do You know, and Elon Musk. I mean, I guess he gets enjoyment in his own robotic pod person type of way, but I don't know. It's just like
0: yeah, but I think everybody is looking for, you know, the answer to solve everything, and you can't. You know, everyone's looking for like, oh, you know, tell me what to do. Like, yes, you're right. Answer. You have the truth of it, and the truth of life, and the meaning of life is like. You hold that answer. You decide what is success, what is happiness. You don't put that... If you put that answer in someone else's hands, you will be, like myself, curled up on the couch on a daily basis.
1: But it's just amazing how many people are on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, these articles telling other people... How to be successful and happy, and it's like, like that woman from Yahoo with the 140-hour work week, and you know you're not going to be successful if you don't work weekends and nights. It's like, I mean, you know, um, I read this book called The Game or Big Game. It's about the NFL and a lot about the owners. I'm, I'm trying. Mark leibowitz wrote it. Really good book. A lot of it kind of centers around the Patriots, but um, these other owners as well and he said you know they they think that because they're successful in whatever they did and they own a football team that they know everything they really think they know everything about anything rocket science you know uh reattaching the retina of an eye or and they're just like so full of advice for everyone about everything and and people do look to them because it's like wow you're a multi-millionaire billionaire But, you know, it's like, again... Listen,
0: yeah, it's... I I was in investment banking. I worked nights, weekends, 100-hour work weeks. Was making a ton of money. It sucked. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I was not happy. I remember, like, getting physically ill because I didn't want to go to work.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. And by any... If you looked at me, and looked at what, you know, the 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 job and the status and all you I would be labeled as success like he's made it and yeah. I was miserable.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, there's a lot of people who would just carry on with that. Who would just oh, yeah. like, you know, put, well, cuz you've grab come that a, far. grab a
0: bottle of whiskey and just march along.
1: Yeah, well, cuz it's sort of like, you know, I've I've invested this much and I've come this far with it like am I seriously going to quit? But look at you now! You're talking into your computer with Matty K. Oh yeah, a, on a, I've, uh, I've, I, New I'm Year's well
0: past day. where I where I was. I'm well past exactly. Uh, another mountaintop.
1: Yeah. Well, everybody, um, have fun New Year's. Uh, don't don't go too nuts. But this is one of those nights where people go a little nuts. Just try not to end up in some sort of uh, official custody. That sometimes puts a deeper, or a ditch or a ditch or try to end the night with your pants on, hopefully with your shoes (laughs) still. I mean, it is funny. You see people, they they go out on New Year's Eve and they are a wreck by the end of it. Like, shoes gone, Yeah, yeah,
0: missing garments. Bloody bloody nose. Lost your coat.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. One shoe. Oh, I'd love to see the statistics just on lost coats. Like, how many people's coats... uh, so what do you you guys are heading into uh, NYC, huh? Tonight?
0: Yeah, big big uh, big New Year's Eve. I mean, we're not going to Times Square, um, but we're we are heading into New York.
1: Nice, not yeah. Times Square has never appealed to me. With like 10, yeah, 000, zero appeal, nutcases in there. Like, oh my god, I can't even imagine. Even if nothing went wrong, just being being in a crowd that size freaks me out. I, I don't like it at all.
0: Yeah, because you're you're herded in and then there's you can't leave.
1: Oh God.
0: I I it's zero appeal.
1: Yeah. Um all right, everybody. Happy New Year in advance. And uh we've been on a little holiday hi- uh, hiatus, but we're gonna be back hard in the paint, pumping out the episodes, guiding you through life gently but firmly. Right?
0: Oh I I like that. Gentle but firmly.
1: Gentle but firm. That's yeah. That's got,
0: really cool I, as topic. we as we were stating before that don't listen to anyone you got to listen to yourself but no but listen to the, the exception oh. is us <laughs> right right
1: <laughs> obviously the exception is this podcast all right everybody thanks a lot for listening and happy new year
0: all right thanks everyone happy new year thank you everyone for listening to this episode of the working experience we'd like to thank our sponsors one circle media and the still believe app the only app that delivers video proof of the Tooth Fairy and Santa by simply taking a picture. Download the app at stillbelieve.co today and amaze your kids. And if you work for a studio, network, startup, or corporation and are looking for a partner to create media that will build, engage, and entertain your audience, reach out to me at john at onecirclemedia.com. I would love to hear from you. And that's it. The end. The sweet end. Until our next audio encounter.